Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Actually, Wednesday this week. And welcome back to Glow Girl. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. And it is very wild right now. Uh, I am Tracy White, as usual. And hi to you guys watching live on Facebook right now, Ashley and Meredith and Karen. What's up, Karen? Hey, girl. Um, and if you're listening later on your preferred podcast app, just remember that we're also broadcasting these pods live on Facebook every week too. And, um, come join us if you can, because it's really fun to have a conversation while making a podcast. I like to talk to people and in this weird pandemic world, I don't really get to do that very much. So come talk to me. I'm lonely. It's fun. Um, guys, do you know what today is? Yes. Okay. It is the first birthday slash anniversary slash solar return of this little podcast. Can you believe that? So it's actually technically tomorrow. One year ago, tomorrow, this podcast had its first actual full episode. And um, do you remember if you were listening that long? Uh, back in the day, it was Hey Witches. And we've made a few changes since then. But I was kind of looking back to where we started. And when Brittany and Meredith and I all first launched the little Hey Witches podcast together, um, our goal was to bring the witchy things we were practicing and enjoying to everyone, uh, you know, in an approachable way and to kind of learn and grow along with everybody else, um, which, you know, we have done. Um, we started the first episode, we were talking about the summer solstice and crystals. Um, we're probably going to talk about both of those things again today because, I mean, those are valid things for this week. Um, and those topics are definitely still relevant. So um, Glow Girl has really kind of evolved from straight woo and what wellness or straight woo and witchcraft to more like overall woo and wellness. And um, these days, you know, it's really mostly just me, the occasional guest, and we kind of just are doing our thing. Um, it's just, it's, you know, we've made some changes as things shift and and move and, you know, as we all grow and, and do. And I think the intentions of the original podcast are still intact. Um, and so I just think that I want to live my best life, right? And for me, that means constantly learning. I am constantly consuming all of the things. And I want you to live your best life. And that's really why I'm doing this podcast, because I hope that what I'm learning and sharing with you kind of helps you grow and learn and, you know, make your life better. And we can spread that information to other people. You know, I love that. So um, thank you guys. Everybody is in the comments is so nice. Um, Ashley, yes, this is a constellation shirt. You can see this is my constellation tank top. Um, I also got this at Target. Target is on point with some of the woo wear lately. That is not an advertisement. That is just a plug for Target because it's my favorite. Um, so 
um, happy first year, I guess, to me and Brittany and Meredith and all of us who made today possible. Um, thanks to all of you guys who are listening, um, everybody that's tuned in and commented and reviewed and shared and posted and otherwise supported this little baby woo pod in some kind of way. Um, I hope you guys will stick around for another year because I really like doing this and I really like you and I really want to keep it going. So, um, and also this is exciting. I have a bunch of new content and interviews and guests and all kinds of really cool fun things that are not just like doom astrology coming for the rest of the year. Um, I mean, there will be some of that because let's be honest, but I just want you to stick around because there's some cool things coming. Um, now, today's show, like I'm saying, is very astrology heavy because we just have an absolute shitload of things happening in space right now. And um, I just want to talk to you guys about everything that's happening, give you a little bit of a rundown so you know what to expect for the next week because it's going to be it's going to be a really intense week. And after the break, um, out of respect for Mercury retrograde, I want to revisit a topic from the beginning of this year and review how we're seeing certain planetary movements that have been impacting our lives so far in 2020. Um, stick around for that because you're going to want to uh, you're going to want to hear that part. And for that, um, if you don't already know your rising sign, you will want to know that. If you have your time of birth, um, that's that would be necessary to find your rising sign. So um, stick around because that is going to be a big one. For now, let's jump into just this week's astrology. So, um, all right. <laughs> Ashley in the comments says, hi, mom. Danielle says we need our star mom. Yeah, um, I have recently become everyone's star mom. That's weird, but I like it. Weird, and I like it. I like weird. Um, okay. So, all right. Star mom says, hold on to your pants because this week's going to be crazy. So first of all, today's Wednesday, uh, tomorrow morning, Thursday, uh, June 18th, we have Mercury retrograde officially starting, uh, very early in the morning, Eastern time, like three 30, in the morning. Um, we've been in the super fun retro shade or the shadow period for the last two ish weeks, give or take. And the good news is Mercury retrograde lasts about three weeks, but we will be dealing fully with Mercury's fuckery until about, uh, two weeks after July 12th. Um, so give or take the last little bit of July before this Mercury retrograde energy kind of leaves us. Um, just remember what we always say about Mercury retrograde. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Um, I mean, that's the important thing. We can we can help ourselves if we know what we're doing. Um, Danielle in the comments says, we haven't been Mercury retrograding all this time. What is happening? You know, it feels like that, right? Sometimes this shadow period before and then a little bit after Mercury retrograde can feel even more intense than the retrograde itself. Um, and for, and that is definitely true for some people more than other people. So if you're finding that, uh, you know, pay attention to those dates because it's, it, it can definitely be stronger in the pre retrograde period than, than during for some people, if that's you write it all down. Um, Ashley in the comments says she puts all these dates in her calendar. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, 
Okay, and um, I actually don't need to publish a list of retro prep because a little bit later this week, um, tomorrow, if I can get the link, I'm going to share a book with you guys that is um, available as an ebook. Um, it's very inexpensive and it's a Mercury retrograde handbook that will help you figure out where each Mercury retrograde is hitting in your chart. And it helps you to kind of prepare yourself and know what you're in for this time around. And it's a it's a great investment for very little money. Uh, sometimes it's even free. And it's by uh, Yasmin Boland and it's the Mercury retrograde book. Um, if you're, you know, if you're on uh, like you can get it through Kindle or uh, I think you can even get it as an audiobook through Audible. Um, definitely an investment to make because this is something that happens three to four times a year and it's very helpful to know what's going to be happening to you. So I'll post that link on the um, Glow Girl social media pages tomorrow for all of you guys um, in case you're interested in that. But um, like we say, don't be scared, be prepared. That book is a great way to get prepared. Um, remember that the things that can get confused, broken down, and made a little bit foggy by Mercury's backspin are transportation, electronics, travel, technology, contracts, um, and communications. And let's talk about communications a minute, okay? So pretty much everything that we're doing right now, communications-wise, is being handled by technology like everything, because we're, a lot of us are still, you know, home and more or less quarantining. Uh, some of us are not, um, you know, but we've moved very quickly into this world where our communications are largely digital. Um, you know, unless you're talking to the people that are in your house, you're probably using technology to communicate with everyone. So I just want you to know and be prepared for some slowdowns and some backups and some things like that that are going to happen with our communications and our technology and both of those things that kind of go hand in hand. Um, but again, too, the thing about Mercury retrograde is that the problems with it are really, really are just slowdowns. Um, most of the havoc that Mercury wreaks is just temporary annoyances. Um, even though they feel like they'll never end and they feel like they're happening constantly, it's really just because we're such a now, now, now society that we're feeling it more often and a little bit stronger because we want things to happen so much faster. Um, that's, I, you know, Mercury is going to fuck up your Zoom happy hour start time, but it's not going to last all night. So, like, don't dump your wine. You know, you're going to be fine. Um, I will, however, say that Mercury retrograde is a fantastic really fantastic time to review your social media security levels. Um, clean up your friends and followers lists. Uh, you know, if you've got old contacts on there, um, even your phone list, uh, you know, make sure that you're not accidentally texting someone that you don't want to text just because you accidentally hit the wrong thing because Mercury made you. Um, you know, that's definitely a, a thing to do. Um, make sure your social media footprints are locked down as securely as you would like them to be. Um, you can have friends help you check that level. Uh, you know, security measures have been, uh, you know, made stronger lately. So there's a lot of things that you can do. There's a lot of things that you can go in and update and change right now. Um, this is a really good time to do this. Um, and largely because this is a time frame right now, Mercury retrograde, where people from the past can come out of the woodwork. Okay. Um, 
and I'm saying that as someone who knows, uh, they can come out of the woodwork. They can get all up in your digital foot footprint. So definitely heed that warning about people from the past. Um, so social media security, back up your phone and your photos, uh, check the security of your logins and passwords. Um, you know, if you're a person who pays attention to what tech people say and you change your logins and passwords a couple times a year, Mercury retrograde is actually a great time to do that because it does happen three to four times a year. So you're doing it regularly. Um, just make sure that you keep that information somewhere where it won't get lost because again, Mercury retrograde. So um, also tune up your car, make sure you keep your gas tank topped if you can, um, just out of an overabundance of caution. Um, I saw a couple of people run out of gas because a travel plan didn't quite pan out this week and they got delayed and they weren't prepared. Um, check the supplies in your emergency travel kit. If you keep one of those in your car, um, if you don't have one of those, you should definitely look into that. That's a really solid thing to keep with you, especially if you travel or especially if you live anywhere where the temperatures can get extreme uh, one way or the other. Um, you know, this time of year here, it's very, it can get very warm and being trapped in a car, um, you know, in line to get into somewhere, especially with a little kid, you know, if your air conditioning quit or your car overheated, you know, having a couple of bottles of water and maybe some fruit snacks in your car is definitely a lifesaver. So, um, double and triple check your travel plans. Um, again, this happened to me literally this week. I had plans to go somewhere. I got there. There was a huge line. I had no idea that this was going to happen. I got online and checked Facebook. And of course, six minutes before I before I checked that, the place I was going posted, uh, you know, that they had to unexpectedly close. And the line of people were people that were not able to get in. And I was stuck in it. Um, my gas tank was full, so I did not run out of gas, but other people did. So these things happen. Just plan for delays. Um, so Mercury is going to be retrograde in Cancer. This time around, uh, Cancer is a water sign and an emotional powerhouse in the Zodiac. So um, Ashley in the comments says, pro tip, granola bars in the car won't melt. They won't unless they're the chocolate chip kind, and then you're in trouble. Um Yes. Yeah, so Mercury retrograde in Cancer, um, keep an eye on your communications because they could be extremely emotional for the next few weeks. Um, cancer season tends to bring that out in us anyway. Um, cancer season can make us kind of clingy a little bit, uh, you know, and throwing this, you know, foggy communication spin on top of everything else, you know, can make that stuff a little sticky. Um, maybe give yourself an hour to breathe before you send any kind of like emo clingy text messages to like an ex. Uh, Mercury retrograde likes to also bring back things from our past, like I said before. So that can mean old friends and old flames. Um, it's not necessarily always a bad thing. Just review the reasons why the relationship ended. You know, remind yourself of why that went by the wayside. If it's something that you you know, want to revisit again, another reword, uh, you know, go right ahead. Just again, be prepared. Um, if you decide to get retrosexual, uh, do so with extreme caution because like a lot of things, Mercury, it may not last. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Meredith says, I do what I want. I know, I know you do. Um, 
All right. So also tomorrow, Thursday, we are going to have um, a strong movement with Mars and Pluto. So this is actually a really cool uh, aspect and could be really great for personal transformation. Um, also could be really interesting to watch the news for political or police, Mars, God of War, kind of rules the police, uh, transformation, Pluto rules transformation. So watch for news with, uh, with regards to changes to policing, um, especially tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is also a really great sex day. So just FYI, boop. And let's see here, uh, Saturday is the summer solstice. Yay. So we've talked about this in the past. And like I said at the beginning, um, solstices can be a really powerful time for ritual work. Um, if you practice with energy work or any kind of rituals, witchcraft, crystals, um, or maybe you just want to celebrate the arrival of summer in like a completely non-woo way, cool. Um, Saturday is a cool day for that. It's going to be a nice, uh, uh, I guess it's going to be a good day um, for parties and things. I just want to exercise caution with regards to that. And I'll talk about it again in a minute. Um, and it's also the beginning of cancer season. So, um, happy solar return to our crabby little cancer friends. Um, cancers are highly misunderstood, I think. And I guess <sighs> cancer has a tendency, has a, a reputation for being clingy and emo and, Yes, sure, that can be too. But cancer is also very protective. Um, sort of that like maternal, can be kind of a maternal vibe. Um, you know, if you have a cancer in your life, you know, they might be hard on the hard on the outside, but you know, they're soft in the middle. So if you know a cancer, if you love a cancer, hug a cancer. Um, all right, then on Saturday also, this is the other aspect that I was talking about. So we have some stuff going on with Mars and Jupiter. And um, it's going to make us feel like getting out and really like doing something like we're going to feel big and motivated. And so that's awesome, right? Like it's great to feel motivated. Um, Mars is motivation and mobilization. Um, Jupiter is like big and expansive and optimistic and just like the king, you know, but I will say this, don't forget about COVID-19 when you're out this weekend. Um, the Mercury retrograde mantra applies to COVID too. Don't be scared, be prepared. Um, if you're out and about, make sure you're practicing social distancing, uh, wash your hands, wear a mask if you can, just to take precautions because Mercury, it, I'm sorry, because Jupiter likes to make us feel invincible, you know, big and invincible, but like, we're just not, you know? And I think this pandemic has really shown us that we're, you know, we're not invincible and we do need to take care, not just of ourselves, but of other people. And that's a very cancer uh, theme, you know, taking care of other people. So put on your, put on your best cancer mood and think about other people when you're out this weekend. And like always, you know, but especially this weekend, cause we're going to feel, you know, very like uh, nobody can take us down this weekend. So on Sunday, we have another very big event. Um, we have a solar eclipse in Cancer. And so it's um, it's a new moon solar eclipse in Cancer. And as we talked about in the past, new moon solar eclipses are intense and they amplify and they illuminate things. Um, you know, the solar eclipses 
light things up, okay. things that have been in the dark. Um, so we'll see big secrets coming out. We'll see big initiatives launching because of that new moon energy. Um, and we'll see a lot of people that have like really big, really emotional opinions. Um, you know, we'll see some breakdowns, uh, probably big public breakups, probably. Um, I think things will go public is probably like the key phrase here. There's going to be a lot of things that go public for this eclipse uh, that's going to be happening this weekend. Um, words are going to be very raw and intense and volatile and sometimes harsh. Um, think of that like really blunt friend you have that says, I'm just telling the truth. We've got a lot of that energy. That's a mood we have going on this weekend. Um, and because Mercury retrograde, people will probably say things that they wish they could take back, you know? So think before you text, before you speak, before you DM, just try to think. Mercury rules our thinking. So let that part of Mercury rule rather than fire texting people. Um, this is also a really great time to, this weekend is a great time to clean out the closets and let go of old stuff, both physical and emotional old stuff that we're hanging on to. Um, baggage can go. Um, maybe relationships too. Um, and this is all happening uh, here in the U.S. on Father's Day. So this eclipse cycle with Cancer and Capricorn, because they happen in opposite signs, um, is all about like the patriarchy and home and what matters in those two themes. And so what better day to have that highlighted um, than Father's Day? So that's going to either be really great or really dramatic. So if you're partying for Father's Day or getting together or have any kind of communications happening for Father's Day, just know that there's a little bit of that going on. Um, all right. So a couple of other quick notes I just want to talk about. So we have some with Mercury doing all of these things. Um, we also have Neptune kind of like rolling around out there doing some things. There's like some Mercury Neptune fuckery out there that's causing a lot of anxiety. Okay. It's also kicking up a lot of stress-related illnesses. Um, like I'm even I'm just seeing reactivations of things like autoimmune illnesses, viral infections, um, all kinds of things that can be impacted by stress, um, headaches. Um, I don't know about you, but I've had headaches like every single day, and it feels like they're stress headaches. Um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of the stress going on. Mercury tends to make us anxious and kind of rules our anxiety. And Neptune can can have an impact on our anxiety and depression. So just be mindful of that. That stuff is going on right now. That stuff's not going to change probably until the beginning of August. So we have some time to settle in with all of this anxiety and all of these feelings. So Practice your tools for self-care right now. Self-care is very important. And self-care is a, another, you know, cancer hashtag mood. So revisit your important tools for self-care. Um, therapy, meds, the important ones, um, yoga, breathing. If you have a tapping practice, um, if not, you can look that up on YouTube. It's very effective. Um, take your vitamins. Uh, practice grounding um, you know, do rituals that are going to help you. I mean, even just getting your feet in some water or some sand or some grass, you know, can really help bring you literally back to earth. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're spinning out a little bit, 
um, cold, fresh air if you can. I mean, stick your face in the freezer if you're having a panic attack. Sometimes it works. Um, do what you know works for you. If you have if you have tools that you know work for you, do those things. Don't expend energy where you don't need to. Don't. This isn't a time to try new things if you're in the middle of a, you know of a spin out. Just just do what you know is going to help you. And, and also let other people help you. Again, that's a big cancer, uh, you know, a big cancer mood is letting people help you and, and not being the one who always has to help. Um, sometimes you need help and it's okay too. So let other people, you know, let other people do for you for a change too. Um, definitely take care of yourselves this week because it's going to be really astrologically busy and then it's also going to be emotionally intense. Um, it's going to feel very manic this week than this weekend. So just make sure that you're doing what you need to take care of yourself. Um, I'm your mom now. So drink some water and sit up straight and get your hair cut when it's safe. Wash your hands. Um, yeah. So I'm your mom now. Um, okay. We're going to take a super quick break to pay some bills. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about, um, a little blast from the past and some things that happened in January that I want to review um, and see how they're impacting your life now. So hang tight while I read a couple of ads. Okay. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from manifesting the greatness you deserve? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with your very own professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You don't even have to leave the house or put on real pants. It's that convenient. BetterHelp gets it. Life is busy. Now you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your own therapist. BetterHelp includes licensed professional counselors who, who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential, and if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. We're talking about 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. BetterHelp is available worldwide and at your fingertips. BetterHelp offers four communication options, text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option with financial aid available. Glow Girl listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code GLOW, so why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com glow, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash glow for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash glow. Okay, when looking for birth control, finding one that's both natural and effective can feel downright impossible. Doesn't exist, right? Wrong, it actually does. Finally, there's an answer for women looking for a natural and effective alternative for birth control. It's called Natural Cycles. Natural Cycles is the first and only FDA-cleared birth control app. It's hormone-free and easy to use. You just take your temperature with this little guy. Just as soon as you wake up every morning and you enter into the Natural Cycles app for the most accurate read. Natural Cycles uses this data to determine when you're ovulating. Natural Cycles is 93% effective in preventing pregnancy when used typically and 98% when used perfectly. Natural Cycles can also help monitor your moods and recommend the best time for a breast exam and more. You can also use Natural Cycles to plan a pregnancy. You just switch your app settings from prevent to plan, which is kind of cool. 
So I'm not preventing pregnancy at the moment. Um, and I'm also not trying to get pregnant. However, I spent many years trying to get pregnant. And I used uh, a lot of the same uh, a lot of the same tools that Natural Cycles has put into a very easy to use app and a very simple thermometer situation um, into one very easy to use uh, setup. So when I, I when I got the information for this advertiser, I really wanted to research it from my own experience, and I am so impressed with the way this app works. Um, if I had had this 10 years ago, who knows what would have happened? Who knows how many kids I might have now? Because I might have found that this whole thing was a lot easier using a situation like natural cycles. So um, it's very cool. And it is um, infertile lady approved. Uh, natural cycles is the natural and effective birth, birth control option and alternative you've been searching for. So if you go to naturalcycles.com slash glowgirl and use the promo code glowgirl, you'll get 20% off an annual subscription plus a free thermometer. It's just like this one. They'll send it right to you. That's naturalcycles.com slash glowgirl, code glowgirl, and they'll give you 20% off your annual subscription and a free thermometer. All users must be 18 and older, and Natural Cycles does not protect from STDs. Only condoms and other barrier methods can. Okay, guys, we are back. So, do you remember back in January? You probably don't because it feels like eight years have actually gone by since January. So let me refresh your memory. Um, <clears throat> back in the middle of January, we had an eclipse. And right after that eclipse happened, and it was very strong, uh, very volatile eclipse. Um, I remember it because it was a crazy time in my own life. And the whole thing with COVID-19 had just started coming up on the news right after that point. But a couple of days after this eclipse, on January 12th, uh, astrologers had been looking at this aspect that was coming down the pipe for a few years, and it was called the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And I talked about it on the podcast um, at length because it's a huge deal. Um, like I said, astrologers have been freaking out about this thing for a long time. And um, the impact of it on not just ourselves personally, but on the whole world, um, you know, was going to be was going to be very big. Now, I just want to remind you of what we talked about back back then, what the Saturn Pluto conjunction was uh, supposed to do to our world. So Saturn is the planet that rules um, the patriarchy and uh, structures um, government, things like that. Pluto rules transformation. And I'm not talking about like little changes. I'm not talking about like changing your hair color. I'm talking about like deep, like deep transformation, like a, a caterpillar goes into its little cocoon and they don't just like grow wings in there. They devolve into a puddle of goo and then reform as a butterfly. So like that's the kind of transformation that I'm talking about when Pluto's involved. Like Pluto wants to turn us into a puddle of goo so that we can be better after. Okay. So these are the things that they've been talking about happening for a few years with the Saturn and Pluto conjunction 
um, happening in the sign of Capricorn, uh, which also rules again, uh, ruled by Saturn. So structures and, and government and um, the patriarchy and, and, you know, things that kind of lessons that we need to learn um, things like that. And so we started talking about what this was going to look like. What was it going to change? Um, you know, foundations of big important things in our lives. These are going to change. You know, that's what we said in January. Now, since January, what have we seen? You know, we've seen foundations of things like racism, systemic racism in this country, foundations of things like the police force. Um, I mean, governmental, like political parties, uh, you know, I mean, ruling bodies and the big things that even things that this country has been built on are crumbling and changing and shifting and transforming. So we're seeing that happening. You know, that is actually happening. We're, we're physically seeing that as, as a world, as, you know, and not even just in the U.S., but, you know, in I'm just talking about mostly in the U.S. here. The U.S. is also going through its Pluto, uh, Pluto return right now, which, again, is like double transformation. Like Pluto wants to tear this country down and rebuild it. So that's another thing that's happening. Um, we have a lot of that transformation energy going on right now. And so I wanted to talk about how this is impacting each of us differently and how you've seen it impacting you so far this year. So <clears throat> what you're going to want to do is if you have your birth chart, um, if you have your exact time of birth, you should be able to have your rising sign. Now, this is uh, this little breakdown is going to go by your rising sign, and I'll read through them, uh, and we can talk a little bit more about, you know, have you seen some of these changes happening in your life that, you know, we talked about back in January, and if you haven't, prepare yourself because these are some of the things that may be coming down the pike for you. Um, all right, so <clears throat> we're going to start with Capricorn. So if you are a Capricorn rising, uh, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your first house. So you may see transformation with regards to yourself or your ego or your appearance. Um, you know, maybe even like your whole identity. Um, you know, your, your first house is really your, I guess your personality. It's, it's kind of more who you are than your sun sign. Um, and your rising sign is, is, is where your first house begins. Um, so Capricorn rising, are you seeing, are you seeing some of those changes with regards to your, you know, your appearance, your identity, your ego? Are you seeing that? Um, all right. Next is, let me fix the screen so I can see this a little better. Sorry. All right. If you are a Sagittarius rising, so Saturn and Pluto are going to move through your second house, uh, which is your money, your resources, your finances, and your values. Um, you know, so you guys who are Sagittarius rising, are you seeing changes? Are you seeing, are you feeling like shaken to the core where it comes to your values or to your personal finances? Um, you know, your personal resources, like it's, it's the money that you have, uh, you know, not, not necessarily like your work, not necessarily like your work income, but like your personal finances, your personal, uh, resources, you know, are you seeing those things shifting and changing? Um, 
Scorpio rising. And I know we had a couple of people say that they were Scorpio rising in the comments. So if you're Scorpio rising, Saturn and Pluto have been transiting through your third house and your third house uh, can mean your siblings, uh, neighbors, uh, short term travel, transportation, mobility. Um, you know, it can also mean like your communication and like your local neighborhood. Are you guys seeing those things shifting and changing, you know? Um, so Scorpio rising third house, uh, siblings, neighbors, um, communications. Yeah. Um, you did not miss cancer rising, Dana. Don't worry. I'm getting there. Um, okay. So Libra, Libra rising. So if you are a Libra rising, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your fourth house, which is fourth house is like home. Fourth house is ruled by cancer. So it's fourth house is domesticity, uh, your parents, kind of like your foundation, kind of like your roots, right? So um, fourth house is uh, very much like, it can also mean real estate too. Are you seeing things like this? Uh, you know, are you selling your home or is something happening? Is your home changing? No. Um, if you're a Libra rising, you might, you might see changes and, um, you know, shifting things with regards to your home and those foundations and, you know, with regards to parents. So sometimes it's relationships with parents. Sometimes it's, you know, a loss of a parent or, you know, a, a, you know, a new relationship with a parent or something like that, or maybe you become a parent possibly. Um, all right. So Virgo risings, uh, if you are a Virgo rising, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your fifth house. So fifth house can mean entertainment. Uh, it can mean leisure. Uh, it can also mean children and recreation. Um, fifth house is like, Fifth house can also mean your creativity. So uh, Virgo rising, if you are, um, you know, if you're seeing some changes with regards to, um, you know, your creative outlets, things you do for fun, um, it can also mean love affairs and not like long-term ones, but like flings. They're fun. Fifth house is fun. Uh, fifth house is ruled by Leo. So fifth house is fun. That makes sense. And Leo loves the little children too. So, you know, are you, are you having kids or thinking about having kids or taking on this, you know, Leo or Virgo rising? Are you thinking about this kid situation? You know, that could be a thing too. Um, okay. So Leo rising and I'm a Leo rising. I know a few of you in the comments mentioned that you're a Leo rising. So um, if you are a rising Leo, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your sixth house and sixth house, sixth house is rough, I think personally, cause I'm stuck in this right now, but sixth house is responsibility and service and your health really. And also anxiety a little bit. It's also like your daily routines. Um, you know, and it can also mean like exercise, um, service to others. Um, and it can also rule your pets. So if you are a Leo rising, are you seeing some major changes with, you know, your day-to-day -day work? Are you seeing some major changes with your pets or, you know, what, what is happening day-to-day? -day? Are you seeing major changes with your health or are you having a, like an unprecedented amount of anxiety, which I mean, let's be honest, a lot of us are, but I mean, for me, I'll, I will volunteer that information. I'm absolutely having all of those problems. I'm having a lot of anxiety. I'm having a lot of stress. 
Um, my day-to-day life has changed dramatically since January. I am now a full-time stay-at-home parent, and I never, I never was before, and I never ever anticipated this happening. I didn't think that I would have a child home from school full-time. Um, you know, you know, and now I'm also watching my pets really closely. They're both getting very old, and I'm, you know, watching their health very carefully. Speaking of health you know, my health has been crazy this year, like crazy. And so, you know, we have to take, if you're a Leo rising, take care of yourself this year. Don't wait on health things, um, you know, and, and take extra care if you're a Leo rising when it comes to coronavirus. Please take extra care. I'm just going to say that. Um, okay. If you are a cancer rising, so if you're Cancer Rising, Saturn and Pluto have been moving through your seventh house. And seventh house is, a lot of people call it the marriage house. Um, you know, so are you seeing, uh, I mean, a sh- something that's changing the core of your seventh house could mean marriage. It could mean that a marriage is crumbling or that a long-term partnership or relationship, and it could be, you know, a friendship or, a, you know, a work partnership that's been very close, but long-term uh public long-term relationships, you know, could, uh, you know, have issues or could be just changing in some way dramatically. Um, seventh house also kind of, um, is about your like public relationships. Um, seventh house also has to do some people say with known enemies. And that's such a weird thing to say known enemies, but if you've had someone in your life who you've had beef with in the past, this could be a time when that person is back around and causing problems for you. Um, you know, and it, or it could be a time when that relationship undergoes a giant transformation and just changes. Maybe that person will no longer be a known enemy. You know, maybe you team up with that person. Maybe that person goes away. I don't know. But again, um, cancer rising, just watch your seventh house, uh, with partnerships. Um, and, uh, specifically I would say marriage and close friendships. If you are a Gemini rising, anybody in the comments a Gemini rising? I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, if you're a Gemini rising, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your eighth house. Now, the eighth house is loaded. Um, eighth house has to do with uh, debts, uh, losses, um, psychological debts, um, like death and taxes is uh, is very seventh house. Also, sex. Um, and, and like other people's money, like if you maybe an inheritance, uh, you know, something like that could could be eighth house thing. So, um, again, if you're Gemini rising um, eighth house, uh, you know, are you seeing a big transformation with regards to debts? Um, you know, is money coming your way or is it going away in, in big amounts money that wasn't necessarily yours to begin with? Um, you know, and are you having like deep, uh, you know, deep psychological changes? Um, you know, eighth house can also be like spiritual belief a little bit too. So if you're, if you're seeing some of that, that could be, uh, you know, big changes, foundational changes there. If you are a Taurus rising, so Taurus rising, uh, is moving this Saturn Pluto conjunction is moving through your ninth house and ninth house is mentors, uh, travel divinity, like, um, like philosophical or spiritual belief kind of, um, you know, and, and again, ninth house, the big one I would say is probably travel also higher education. 
Um, you know, so if you are um, a Taurus rising, are you seeing, uh, you know, are you seeing big changes? Is there travel that's happening? I know a lot of us are, are unable to travel. You know, is that something that's happening? Um, you know, or you, you've lost the ability to travel. I mean, that's definitely something we're seeing with a lot of people. Um, so uh, keep an eye on that, especially in, you know, are you having changes with education? You know, are you thinking about moving into higher education? And this is something that's going to change the way that your life works. Um, you know, that's definitely a thing. Um, if you are an Aries rising, so if your Aries rising, Saturn and Pluto are moving through your 10th house and 10th house is your career house and not just career, but like, not like your day-to-day -day work, but your, your legacy, you know, what you, your dream career, the thing that you're here to do, right? Not just like your job, but the thing you're here to do. So if your Aries rising, are you seeing these foundational changes to your career? Are you coming into some thing that's shifting you toward this thing that you're meant to do? Um, it can also rule authority and uh, your reputation. So are you seeing big changes to those things? You know, has something happened that is changing the way that people are seeing you? You know, are you are you suddenly out of the public eye or are suddenly into the public eye? Um, you know, have you had a big shift to your reputation for some reason, one way or the other? Um, you know, if you're an Aries rising, that's something to keep an eye on this year. If that hasn't happened to you yet, it definitely could be coming. If you are a Pisces rising, uh, Saturn-Pluto conjunction is moving through your 11th house this year. So your 11th house is, I like, I think of the 11th house as like your social media house, okay? Like it's friends and, but like groups of friends and technology a little bit, um, but like also honors and accolades, um, you know, maybe like volunteer groups, you know, maybe it's groups largely. Um, friends and organizations, also like dreams and wishes, you know, things like that. So if you're Pisces rising, are you seeing, are, you know, are you seeing big changes to your friend groups? You know, have you moved away from friend groups or moved into new friend groups? Um, you know, if you haven't yet this year, that's definitely something that could still be coming. Um, if you're an Aquarius rising, this is the last one, uh, Saturn-Pluto conjunction is moving through your 12th house. And 12th house is like blind spots, right? It's enemies, you know, unknown enemies, like way far out there. Um, you know, not people that you, that you might know of, but like larger enemy systems, uh, weaknesses and also spirituality. So if you're, if you're a, an Aquarius rising, you might be seeing 12th house themes changing. So secret and hidden things are like psychological, you know, deep psychological things. Are you seeing, big changes to your belief systems. Um, you know, that's kind of what I would look at if you, if you are a, an Aquarius rising, um, you know, uh, and these are things that we talked about this back in January. These, this Saturn Pluto conjunction is something that's happening this entire year. These are two slowly moving planets and they're neither of them are moving away from this conjunction point, uh, and this effect that we're getting, um, until, at least the end of this year. So probably the very, uh, the very last couple of weeks of December. So if you haven't seen some of these changes, um, you know, that I talked about by your rising sign, there's still time, you know, but since you know, now you can kind of pay attention and, and see if you're noticing these themes in your life. Um, 
I don't know if that was helpful. I hope it was. I wanted to review some of this information with you guys just to make sure that you were aware. It feels like we should have like a mid-year touch base on some of these things because they are such big themes and they're such big things that are happening all around us, not just to the world in general and, and all of the systems and all of the crazy things that are happening every single day. Every day feels like a whole year has gone by, but some of these things are, are impacting us directly too. So um, I hope that helped you guys a little bit and, um, and I hope you'll come back next week and I hope you'll come back next year and we can keep doing this because it's fun and I like it. And um, let me know too, um, you know, are there things that you want to talk about? Are there things that you want to hear more about? Are there like astrology things that you have questions about? Um, you know, you can always send messages to uh, Glow Girl social media and, you know, I do my very best to get back to you guys. Um, absolutely. And oh my gosh, did Meredith really put Tracy for president on there? All right, listen, that's not on my chart this year. I don't have time for that business. All right, um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today and for making this a whole year long thing that has happened. I'm really excited and I'm really thankful for you guys. Um, I hope you're living your best lives and I hope you can keep doing so. Um, please join us next Wednesday here for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. In the meantime, we sure would love if you'd subscribe and share our podcast. We also love your five-star reviews. You can follow us. On